everybody. Welcome to episode 227 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. I am one of your hosts, Shia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Robinson, and we are a little tired today because we had the audacity to be out past 11 o'clock. Just a scotch. Yesterday. We didn't get and, home until uh, 12, sir. Yeah. Um, which is still past 11. And we are old and we feel it now, mm, so mm, that's mm, fun. Mm. I'm sure plying ourselves with Shake Shack and milkshakes probably wasn't yeah. the smartest uh, plan in terms of energy. Yeah, this is a quite a weekend for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. Ooh, cheeseburgers. Yeah. Um, so we uh, obviously finished the um, Mystic Film Fest. We had told you in the last episode that we would we be on our it. way yeah. to it and done with it by the time this episode uh, dropped and we did kind of have time to watch something uh, that was a short episode series so we we did have something else uh, so you don't have to just listen to us rattle rattle off our our film fest time we enough with the film fest we get it you yeah. were in a bunch of film fest um, but we do often um, you know like to discuss the, uh, the pros and cons of specific fests or what yeah, we film, like or don't like testing. so um there is and then there's like you know just the the topic of like um do you attend every film fest that you're in or or uh, you know i mean ideally you should um currently haven't decided if we're gonna attend the uh ceremony for queen's world um did uh, we know. mention that last week no okay um you know these things are kind of tricky because uh are yeah, but we why would we attend the ceremony well, because there was a nomination but the thing is just like so you were nominated for best actress great so in yeah yeah great. out of all the films they accepted you and i think five others i don't know i didn't count it something like that um were selected as the best actors fascinating so um the issue is that like this film technically didn't make it into the queen's world live fest it made it into the virtual fest correct not to shit on that but um you sure. know it's just like it's not the same thing and so um with the past pretty much month more than that like a month the last month and a half has been a lot of traveling and attending fests and driving so much driving for you because uh i hate to drive i can i just don't like driving um so it's like, do we go down to Queens, which is like an hour plus away for us, mm -hmm. tolls, gas, like in the hopes like, oh, maybe I'll win this. And it's just like, I don't know. I mean, so what most festivals will do is, you know, uh, if they have actual awards, especially if they have actual awards, they have to have these things um, uh, engraved. So they obviously yep. know who's going to win. Uh, yep. Uh, well before the uh, the ceremony um and so you know it's if it's a jury pick you know they've made their decision um i don't know yeah it's tricky right like technically it's not for like we drove six hours for a film fest right so in, in theory it should be like come on like just go and but i'm like i don't know <laughs> like, yeah I just, well it depends i don't want to sit through a three-hour ceremony to be like you lose okay let's go home yeah I don't like I honestly it's not you know look it's it's great to be nominated like ob obviously it's like uh, holy shit but I honestly don't think I'm going to win that and it's like if I knew that they were going to do it early on I'd right. be like all right because then we'd be those people that just cut out like we lost let's get out of here um, <laughs> but if it's towards the end of the three hours that's another night of like not getting home till like close to 11 o'clock yeah. And then there's, you know, work the next day and it's just like, ugh, we're so old. And, you know, in, in our younger years, we would have never questioned that. But, you know, we have to just be like, do we really? And we'll be out the night before with a friend. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I haven't decided if, uh, if we're actually going to attend. I think obviously if our film was in the actual fest, we would go because we would go to that screening. But since yeah. we can't, you know, the, 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 the main lure for me, honestly, I mean, nominations and wins are always cool, but like for me, it's reading the room, you know, when you're watching your film, especially if it's a comedy. 
because if it's a drama like you know unless you're expecting people to start sobbing in the aisles yeah. you don't really know what's going on in people's heads you may hear somebody go mm. <laughs> maybe um but you know there's there's only one right answer when it's a comedy yeah there's only one one right reaction yeah. and um we we seem to have been doing pretty good like so i'm just kind of like i mean i'd assume people would have laughed at least a couple of them do mm. i need to you know i, I can't test that out anyway because yeah. you know it's not a, an in-person thing yeah it's you know it's hard to tell what the reaction is um and you know i don't know i don't even know off the top of my head when that virtual is taking place at the same time as the festival well that's i don't know mm. i don't um, know but i just i can't like as 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 cool as it is to be nominated, I can't imagine they're going to give me an award over a film that actually played live. You know, that's yeah, more of so. what it is. It's like most of the people there would probably have not even seen it because they'll be at the festival. They yeah. would have seen the actual films in there. Yeah, like we're you know we're glad they included us. Technically, we haven't been rejected from a fest yet because we almost were with Queen's World, but then they were like, "Can you are you willing to do the virtual?" And we we're like, "All right, we'll take that as." Uh, partial win and yeah. not a rejection because we yeah. are still technically part of the fest um but you know it's just like obviously people that are there are going to see the films that are there and i don't know how many people are will have seen our films so it's yeah. like to go it, and that's the problem is that we can't go i think it starts friday or maybe thursday or something like that we can't go saturday so it's like if this was a fest that we could have attended and watched other people's movies yeah. it would have been like yeah we might as well go to the ceremony um, but we're not really able to do that because we still have some things going on. So ugh. <laughs> it's just Ooh. like literally driving down there for a ceremony. Um, anyway, so um, a ceremony that we did attend was Mystic. This is a, a film fest that we do enjoy going to. Um, they did announce that they're going to be doing uh, sort of expansion programs. Um, yeah, it was very exciting. Which, you know, that. once we know inf more information, we'll obviously share that. Um, it is it is for for Connecticut, so uh, I don't think that we would benefit very much from those things because we're quite far away. Well, but yeah, but um, it's you know I think it's, it's more for local uh, yeah, filmmakers, obviously. I think they would make a an exception for us because we're awesome. I don't think so. No. Um, and uh, you know, it, it would be nice if we had like you know some type of local film commission that actually supported independent <laughs> filmmakers. That'd be cool. That would be yeah. cool. Maybe we should start one. Um, yeah, it would be great if we had a film commission that actually supported local independent filmmakers yeah. and not just productions that had A and B listers in it. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. Um, that would suck. <laughs> that would really suck. Um, so glad it's not happening so here. So Mystic Film Fest is probably... Uh, easily one of the more fancier film fests that oh, we yeah. go to. Um, yeah. No shade at our, our other film fest. We've th we've attempted to have a little fest of our own, like a one night thing, and it's a lot of freaking work. Um, crap, and yeah. it was all out of pocket. We didn't have anybody sponsor anything, so I I get it. But you know, like who doesn't like to go to something that's fancy? I mean, you know, yeah. it's you know, it's it's nice. So uh, they do several locations same thing it's a thursday through sunday multi-location mm -hmm. uh, that is where it gets tough again because there were several things that we wanted to see that were unfortunately playing at the same times of other things again yeah. with our blocks it's like we can't bail on our own block like yeah. that obviously isn't a good look there was a feature we wanted to see but that was mm -hmm. also playing during the um the uh, one of the blocks that we wanted to go was see was it the horror block no. What did I drama? Yeah, it was just fiction or fiction. non. Yeah, yeah, nonfiction or was it fiction? No, not it was fiction. I don't remember. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I am so sleep deprived, guys. Uh, just keep in mind, I had absolutely zero. Like, okay, so we got there Saturday, uh, early, pre evening, and we stayed the night. And um, Paul went on a snore fest. Sure did. As per usual. And so I literally got an hour of sleep. And then we had to be on all day Sunday because mm -hmm. we had a panel meeting in the morning. We had a block, you know, that we were going to later and then the ceremony. So I was dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I just I didn't even think I would make it throughout that day. Yeah. Um, so forgive me. I don't even remember where the hell I was. After. Yes. OK. Now I remember that. I remember the films. OK. Um, yeah. So um it was, you know, it's it's not far from us. 
you know, it's a beautiful area. It's really cute. You know, really cute town. Um, it was one of the festivals that you have to drive to each separate place. Like if your film's playing over here and then something else is happening over there, you literally have to drive mm -hmm. to it, which I don't know. I thought it'd be more annoying. It didn't turn out to be so annoying because I think the area is so quaint and cute and whatever, but it, it would have been nice to have like one facility that, you know, I don't think you could have, yeah, but you would have had to still have had, like, you had to have had several levels of it because then how are you going to play all those films in oh, yeah. one location? No, yeah, I don't mean one physical theater, but like one, like all of the locations being in walking distance of one another. Yeah, I don't think that's really possible with the way that they'd have to, like, yeah. there'd have to be funding to actually make that possible yeah. and it would have to be lucrative but, to the town. But that said, a lot of the places that we went to at least were um, quite nice. Mm -hmm. You know, the facilities there um, were really nice. So they, they get a lot of support, I assume, from the um, local government or whatever to, to be able to kind of rent out these places or, or whatever. I don't know if submission fees alone would be able to kind of, um, you know. Well, they work with a lot of art centers. So yeah. uh, one of them was at Lagrua Center, mm -hmm. um, which was uh, a really like cute uh, big room. I mean, it's a, yeah. you could fit a bunch of people in there. So that was really nice. Um, the panel was at the Mystic Museum, one of the museums that they have there. Um, there was kind of like this, this really cool back room with this really nice mural of, uh, I think, you know, what would have been Mystic many, yeah. many moons ago. Um, so that was, that was pretty cool. It was nice being part of a, of the panel. Um, you know, our film got good reactions and, mm -hmm. and good laughs. And, um, I, uh, it was it was overwhelming because we had so many people coming up to us which you know it i mean not to like not to be like <laughs> of course we have so many people coming up to us we, we have that you know we have people that come up and 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 say nice things and that's always but like this was like weird it was like people in line to yeah. talk to me and i was like yeah. uh i'm a little anti-social for this yeah. um i had to you know like put my big girl pants on but uh, I eventually started to just point at you from across the room when they were like, so the effects, I was like, go over there. Uh, talk yeah. to that guy, please. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, it played during the women in film comedy block mm -hmm. um, with, I think, like five other films. It wasn't a lot of films in the block, five or six, I think. And um, yeah. And, and prior to it, this is, you know, because it was a, a panel that or a block that kind of celebrated women in film, they had a female comedian mm -hmm. that um performed prior to the block which was interesting i'd never seen anything like that before so and i i don't think i've ever been to a comedy show with yeah a, with a stand-up before i've always wanted to go to those but i never have they're expensive for the good people i think i just um, like i get scared of somebody not doing well yeah. and so then i don't want to go because i'm like i get just scared for them mm -hmm. <laughs> unless it's a comedian that I'm already a fan of that. I'm yeah. like, oh, I know I'm going to laugh my ass off, but I just like, I don't know. Yeah. But I thought she was wonderful. Um, really funny. And I mean, her humor was a bit probably younger. It was probably a crowd. bit too progressive for the crowd. Yeah. yeah. See, um, that's what scares me. Cause if I was up there, I'd have just started crying and running away. I, found I don't it have really funny. I thought she was really funny. But I don't have the guts for that. There was certainly, you know, an, uh, uh, an elderly crowd that uh probably didn't may not have gotten some of the jokes maybe <laughs> um, i think they got them they just were like why would you say that yeah because it's you know a more these kids today a more uh just uh just being more conservative with your privacy i guess yeah, yeah. you know just the the very different generation yeah um but yeah she was great and um but then during the panel um we had a we were on the panel with um Four, three other people and um it was uh it, it was a great experience with the panel and then we had the uh we had a moderator which was mm -hmm. great because yeah, that was cool. a lot of panels especially in like smaller film fests like that you know or even probably bigger ones too you don't you know people don't aren't going to ask questions for 30 minutes you know so having a moderator i thought was really good and he was really a swell guy um he was a good moderator a lot of good questions that were coming up and the other panelists you know we 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 got along with them really well we kind of jived with them mm -hmm. and, and we met up with them later at the uh ceremony and we drove one of them home yeah we kept like you know obviously running into each other because we were part of a lot of the same things and uh, the ceremony one of the women that we were 
on uh, the panel with had um, actually won twice, um, twice and yeah. then one of the the guys that we were on panel with won. Um, so you know, we, only once though. We kind of <laughs> poor Steve. We we kind of had like our own little uh, you know like cheerleading squad. We were like all yeah, in the yeah. back row, just loud and obnoxious. Um, but you know, we kind of spent some time together at that point so yeah. uh, it was like we you know got to know people which was was pretty cool and just kind of talk shop which is yeah yeah that were a great fun group of pe people that were on the panel with us and um we got along well and and uh yeah and happy to see indy win and uh steve win mm -hmm. um and linda was fantastic she was she's been a around you know she's been in the biz for a while mm -hmm as a prop master and she's been on did a lot of shows a lot of movies i'd love to chat with her yeah more about that stuff and i'm sure we will um so that it was i don't know it was, i thought it was a lot of fun the people that were working it were really nice and accommodating they did seem a little stressed out they had a there's lot a of lot stuff. of lot to do I, I actually because it is a bigger fest you know there's a lot going yeah. on and and there's like they're like feeding you and and it was pretty crazy and yeah i mean and, we um, didn't expect there to be like foods and things there yeah. you know so we like ate before we got there and yeah. we're like oh crap there's gonna be food here um there was wine i think there was a company that had donated or, or you know yeah. sponsored them and they had wine and just like all kinds of stuff and um it was really interesting and um you know, because we didn't go, we weren't there the three day, like the full four days. Um, uh, we didn't get like our passes and we were like yeah. so bummed because we were like the we only filmmakers. Them, like, hey, do, do we have our, our, our badges <laughs> The only badges filmmakers yet, in or... the room that didn't have our badges. And I felt people were like, what are you doing here? Like, no, yeah. no, we swear we're filmmakers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so actually I reached out to uh, Shireen and um, she was going to, she's, you know kind enough to get those she's going to throw them in the mail for us so that we can kind of add them to our uh, we have like you know our little collection so we yeah. we just wanted to add that to it. and we really do like going to mystic so um that was that was really cool um you know we we're we're always super transparent about what we watch and what we like and mm -hmm. um you know it's it there there's we can't stress enough that um I still feel like number one issue that that I'm that I'm always going to have with uh, films in fest when it comes to indie films is audio. Like there were yeah. some films that uh, literally couldn't hear the dialogue. Like I, I I'm not even joking. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what they were saying because there's also like, you know, audios. Everybody's audio is like set at a different level, which is always so crazy. And so like one film can be really clear and loud and, you know, they'll adjust it. But depending on the type of audio, like there was one film in particular that had a very like echoed audio. So on top of like it's so it's echoed and then there's a ton of background noise. So I couldn't I honestly like if there were punchlines, I didn't hear them because yeah. I the, the audio was just like pretty awful. Um, and it does happen like but, you know, this is again, this is the importance of knowing your locations. Yeah. Going to your locations ahead of time, especially if you're going to. If you're gonna record somewhere that's loud, you know you're gonna you're you're gonna lose that one hundred percent. So that that was like sometimes a little bummer because like I couldn't follow stories because I was like, what did you what did they say? I, I didn't get I missed all like I, I didn't hear that. Um, and so like again, just like get your audio in check. So so important. Um, you could have a really great film, but if I can't hear it, yeah. then you know I, I don't I don't really have much to say to you right after yeah. it's like someone comes up to me and goes like i loved your film and i want to be like i couldn't hear yours but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm assuming it was great i don't know like yeah. I, I couldn't hear any of it um and so that's like probably for me the one thing that i wish festivals were strict on i know Audio? i would be yeah like if we ran a film fest and you send me your file for your film and i can't hear it the audio's not good again this you know this is going through this isn't like audio at your house, right? In a home theater or something where you can kind of like, you know, you're, you're, you have sound that can bounce off of walls. These are big rooms. Yeah. So yeah, if, if audio doesn't, if the audio doesn't sound great on a computer, it's going to sound awful over a system in yeah. a big room. That well, no, echoes. not necessarily. A lot of times, depending on what you're listening to, if, you know, if you're listening to it on a laptop, for example, it may be more forgiving than if you listen to it on a pair of good headphones or better speaker monitors or, or whatever. And so, um, I think as the festival, depending on, you have to play it on a case by case basis, but 
you know, maybe you can reach out to the filmmakers and be like, look, we have films before you and after you and all of their levels are at a certain peak and yours is a little bit lower and I, I don't want to manipulate your audio without consulting you, but I feel like I may have to raise it up a bit or maybe if you want to do another pass and kind of try to level it out a little better or something to just for, you know, not even for like an artistic thing, just for logistical reasons, you know, and so um, that would be... I don't know, how, you know, it's hard to tell when it comes to stuff like that, how people are going to react to those I things. I, I I think that's too bad. I think you have to, like, you know, be an adult. Mm. If somebody tells you that your audio is oh, awful, course. then yeah, like, somebody... you have to be able to be like, uh, yeah, my audio is awful. Yeah. Because, you know, there's, there's, you can't really pitch a fit about something like yeah. that. Like, if... we know we would be fine with having that conversation, but, you know. Right, but that, that, that's the be. thing is that we 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 don't get to make as many films as we'd like because we have to put so much t time and money into audio, um, and you know that that's just us personally. I I I would never submit something that didn't sound good. I'm just not going to do it. Mm. Um, but I think it you know it, it's almost like you're setting a mood, and so I I, I feel like it's really important that that be even. Yeah. You know, like you, you have two films and then if it's like a horror movie and there's like loud screaming or a chainsaw and you're, you're, the audience is now deaf because mm -hmm. that's peaked really high. The film before that was really low. They do try to adjust that, but there's just so much you can do, you know, with, with a file that you haven't manipulated, but that's, you know, that that's the, the only thing you can do with it. And I don't know, I personally feel like speakers in large spaces like that that are not into it's not a movie theater their sound system is not intended for that and yeah, they're using yeah. it for that it's not forgiving i think you can listen to something on a laptop even on headphones and be like oh it doesn't sound great but it's like whatever yeah you take that sound and you put it in a giant room with like a pa system that's yeah. not really you know intended well, for high people, quality yeah, audio and it sounds it sounds a lot worse yeah i mean i'm not an audio person so take this with a grain of salt and feel free to hate me but i feel like when you're listening to it most of the film festivals that we went to at least this year a lot of the vocals or the dialogue rather was it very much in like this mid upper range and was very piercing mm. you know and so um, I get that like in a traditional movie mix, that's kind of where your vocals sit in the mid range because your music is in your low and your high and that's how you can kind of cut through. Um, so, but I just feel like it was, I don't know, I would want to soften that out a little bit. Um, I mean, I didn't, it's hard to judge cause I've, I've heard ours so many times, but ours didn't really feel like that. And I'm not, you know, I'm not someone who knows how to properly mix dialogue i i mix to to taste right to however it sounds you know and what's what i think sounds good um that mayor is obviously not the proper way to do it but um it gets the job done in terms of like not being so bad it takes you out of the story or whatever anyway um but i don't know I think it'd be I'm interesting to kind of like i'm always interested in having professionals do all of the aspects of hmm. post that we do right normally and kind of see what the differences are obviously it'll be better but just to kind of gain a little bit of knowledge and how we could do it if we're just doing stuff for ourselves. Yeah, I think um, an, another thing that I noticed too that uh, that I think is worth mentioning is um, there were several films throughout all four of, uh, of the fest over the past uh, couple months that um, I, I don't know why people are making their um, their background music louder than their dialogue. Yeah. That we saw a it a couple times and yeah. I was just like, oh my God, like this is, it wasn't even like, like a, like an audio issue in that the, the quality was bad, but it was like the, the music was literally pitched higher yeah. or, or equal to the actor's voice. And then, you know, like, especially when you have, I forget the film that we watched. We watched like this indie film on, on Amazon that had. I mean, this person went crazy with like cinematic scores in areas that did not warrant them. And you, we saw that a couple times. It was like the music was like this swell over a spot that was so loud that you actually couldn't hear the rest of the, you couldn't hear any of the actors because yeah. it was just like music, music, music. And um, so, yeah, I think like I, I, I would also really watch out with that because 
putting the wrong type of music also you know we look to we look to the score of a film to sort of guide us in the right direction emotionally are we supposed to feel happy or sad or uh pensive or apprehensive or you know so if you if you don't have the right tone of style and music over over the message it you know like your audience is like wait a minute was this like is it a horror movie or like is this a sad scene or like What's going on? Yeah. Um, so that's also really important. Again, it's another audio thing. Like, be careful how much background music you're putting in a scene. Does it belong there? What is it adding to the scene? Is it ta- mm. actually taking away from it? Which, in more times than not, it will. Yeah. Um, you know, especially if it's overshadowing your your actors. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's like we we go to film. I I feel like people are like, do you just go to film festivals to rip into other people? No. I mean, I can't. I, I, mean, that's I would only 50% love, of why we go. I would love to go to a fest and be like, um, ours was the worst audio. Yeah. That's actually a goal. I, I know that sounds weird, um, but I want to be the, I want to, I want to worry when our films screen and go like, there's no way in hell that we have a chance of ever like winning anything or there's no way because everything here is stellar. That's you want that because you're competing with people that are really at the top of their game. And that's the goal, right? That's like, you know, but everybody's at different levels. Like yeah. it's you don't want to exclude somebody for being a first time filmmaker. But I do think it's really important if you want to want people to remember your work, that you make your work memorable. Yeah. And if you're making it hard for people to remember you because there are so many sort of um, mistakes or dips and things like that, um, that that can hold you back. And then it can discourage you, right? Because you're like, oh, but you, nobody came to talk to me or whatever. And it's yeah. like, well, they probably didn't know what to say because they couldn't really understand everything. So um, kind of grain of salt. You know, we certainly had our time. We've paid our dues in going to a film fest and having nobody say anything good about our film. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we we did that for years until we finally were like, okay, we have to like, what made this film better? Oh, well, their audio was stellar or, you know, the editing was really good. The greeting was really good. The music, blah, blah, blah. It's a, it's a, a learning process. So it, it kind of annoys me when people just like jump in, like, this is my first film and, uh, I did nothing wrong. It's like, that's impossible. <laughs> that's, yeah. That is impossible. Let me tell you. Like, this is my 20th film and I did tons wrong. It's a, there's always going to be something. Um, but, you know, it, it's always uh, really cool to to be invited to that, fels, uh, to that film fest. Uh, Shireen and, and Wendy are like the, the two main people that, uh, mm-hmm. who, that uh, we were communicating with. And they had like 5,000 things to do at, at all times. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, I think there was another a gentleman, I forgot his name though, that's been added on. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. He did like most of the award ceremony yeah. uh, thing. But he was also really cool and... Yeah, he came. He comes to them with a, a pretty robust resume with film fests and yeah, and he's documentaries like he's done sort of local so, now. So yeah. um, it'll be you know hopefully they can do more. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what next year's festival is gonna be like. Yeah. You know, it's uh, now that we know there's like food and snuff, we'll yeah. <laughs> be prepared. Well, I mean, you know, the last fest we didn't really attend, but we did attend the um, the ceremony, obviously because you won for screenplay in that one and and uh what are you talking about the last film festival what do you mean what the, yeah oh 2020 sorry i thought that was like oh, oh for them i thought yeah, i was yeah. like the last film festival was rhode island no. we went to that yeah no that was 2020 so 2021 did they not have one i don't we didn't submit anything so huh. i don't Man, know what they would have watched point being is that we i don't think we went to one of theirs yet this was might have been the first one we went to right or yeah. No, we went to one. No, we went to, we one, went to one a few that. years yeah, back, that's right. and um, I think like we played like at a library or we screened yes. at a library. Yes. Um, that's I remember. You know, and then like we now. started moving up the ladder yeah. to like better locations. Well, even and... I mean, even this year, right? The the places that you know, it seems like festivals kind of work like this. They'll have one major hall, you know, like a usually a movie theater, and then they'll have other places like maybe two three or four other places that you play out and it could be anything from a library to some kind of center or Mm -hmm. some kind of whatever um and it seems like from the last time we went to this time they've really kind of upped the you know 
I don't know if it's you know the funding they got or you know the their well they've always thing they've the always had films that screened at the theaters right um, but that, that main theater but the you know. their secondary locations have gotten much much better which yeah. you know makes me excited for you know what's what the future for them holds because I feel like the um there they could you know because of the location and and the kind of a lot of the the artistry in the area they could really have something going there and i think the fact that they're kind of branching out really shows that yeah um, and quick shout out because william sadler mm-hmm. was at the ceremony death um so yeah he played death in 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 um uh, bill and ted's um he's been in tons of stuff he's not just that but that's probably that's, what that's like what we know yeah, him. <laughs> like, most, like, oh, it's i know death. him from i actually worked with him on roswell um he played the sheriff oh, the you father just said hi to him. i was going to but i you know i didn't want to bu- bug him uh, but yeah, we've actually worked together they you know the the this is really interesting because most festivals will tell you like Ugh, please don't send us features right because we only have a certain amount of, t- of time and slots for them and they have to be stellar that's that's kind of the common the common yeah. consensus with all of them mystic film fest is like rife with features mm-hmm. they do a lot because they have access to movie theaters yeah. which i think is what's really important about that um i think there's two separate theaters or something that they mm, work out so. of i think um so i think that it, it's more of like a geographical thing for them where they they can do that and i think yeah. a lot of especially smaller towns don't have access to many film to many theaters that they can kind of take over um yeah. but well, they do have like of all the film fests we go to they have the most features yeah 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 it seems like they're really trying to position themselves to be um like a south by or uh uh you know like a what's that one in texas that's usually pretty big i don't remember the name of it um you know or something like that like one of the bigger fests that you know could accommodate mm-hmm. a feature that could possibly sell or whatever because two of the people that we were on the panel with both had features and both had features um one was narrative and one was documentary um and so yeah so that's definitely yep. much a much more friendly two features because also, you know of our, our ongoing i shouldn't say it's ongoing we've kind of settled it but we, you know we we had a lot of back and forth with features versus shorts and what's yeah we're probably the gonna holds for probably us. throw another short in i mean it's feature i really would like to do a feature but i just don't know um if it's it's if it's just feasible for us time wise and and mostly financially it's just kind of tough so i'm i'm currently going to be in the process of writing another short that hopefully will get done in time to make it to next year's festival actually um so we kind of have to get on that at some point but um yeah so i think that like uh, I, I easily of of all the fests that we've attended we this is probably in our top three that that in coney island was really fun i really liked um just kind of the mood and the vibe in coney island yeah you know? like you, you can't you completely know completely different vibes by the way yeah but, but yeah both, completely different both vibes really fun but both had two things in common which well, two things in common jesus christ my brain one thing in common which is like you know the like the purest director that's just like you're never going to be able to replicate the 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 mood of an audience right go to the theater this is how it's meant to be seen and all that i mean there is something to that in that usually when we are like not so excited about a festival it's because they didn't have a lot of people there yeah you know it's like there's a very big difference when especially if it's a comedy and you've got six people laughing in a room and 60 people laughing in a room there is completely different yeah energies energy to that and so it's not it's not the fest's fault but it's more like where something gets screened if you're screened at a small location uh at you know a a a, you know coffee house or a bakery or where you can only fit so many people yeah there you know it's it's not it's not the location's fault it can't accommodate more people but there's a very big difference yeah really big difference um and uh i don't know i think like it it, that's probably going to be a deciding factor for us here on out especially when it's like hours away if it's screening at like some local little room somewhere it's like yeah i don't think that's gonna be worth honestly like yeah driving really far to like 
well, screen to 12 people. Yeah. It just doesn't really, it's probably not going to be worth it, you know? Um, well, right now our criteria kind of is like, when is it playing? Right, because if one is always a big deal, yeah. Because if it's like a Thursday or Friday, even sometimes it's really tough to coordinate that with work and and driving out there and and I'll take a whatever. Friday night, but like yeah. yeah, Thursday or anytime during the day. But we on got the lucky weekend. in that all of our films, yeah, uh, the... shown on Saturdays. Yeah, so. and and it it's not that it hasn't happened. You know, many years ago, yeah, when we were still kind of like finding our way through things, we would get those screenings. Like, oh, it's screening at you know. 5 p.m. on a Thursday and it's like oh nobody's gonna go to that um right you know and and as we you know I mean your quoting got better um we started being offered Saturdays uh, just FYI you didn't air quote by the way I went like this oh okay. I didn't see the <laughs> I have my arms crossed but I air quoted my fingers yeah. um I I just uh like we started getting Saturdays and Sundays which yeah. is um and not like Sunday at 9 a.m. because we used to, we got that way in the beginning we got yeah. a Sunday at I think it was Sunday at 9 30 once and, a, and there was like nobody there we didn't yeah. even want to be there we were half asleep at that yeah. point you know um but that like that's part of the journey is like hey remember when we would screen on a Sunday morning you know? yeah like that's the goal is to to move up to those Saturday night and those prime spots but yeah, I mean, it like we're always grateful to be accepted into a film fest, but like if our film is being screened at a time that really not many people are going to go, then it probably isn't going to be very successful in that fest. So like we probably won't go to that. Yeah, you know, we'll just be like, all right, it was nice to be you know accepted into mm -hmm. it, but it obviously kind of fell flat with them because they didn't you know give it a good spot, um, and that happens. Right, and that's fine. But yeah, so um, hopefully next year we'll be able to go back um, working on the next one and trying to figure out, you know, what uh, locations and casting. And that's going to be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Audio. Yeah. Uh, and then like one of the scenes, of course, is outside. Like, but it has to be outside. I can't work around yeah. that at all because that scene only works outside. So that's going to be fun. Uh <sighs> And that's what's tough with like winter, right? Like if I, if I, if I'm to finish the script by the end of the year and like, like, yeah, technically we, if we were able to start filming in February, it's like, all right, now we have to go like, is there going to be a snowstorm? And also who wants to stand outside when it's 24 degrees out? Like yeah. not really anybody. And I'm like, everyone's freezing. Um, so, you know, then that like, we have to push it to an early spring, mm -hmm. but you know, will that give us or give you rather enough time to edit and grade and get everything done yeah. by the time festivals are going to want no submissions VFX, really so that's yeah that's a plus but the, it's yeah still very but a, like a lot of the fest we went to we started submitting in like may yeah so that's the thing is yeah. like can can all of that be done in like a month you yeah. know to be able to get that get out that. to them yeah um anyhow so uh we did we i know a lot of just a quick uh, what do you want what but i know a lot of fest will accept you submitting like a non-finished film yes they you, do you know, so. yes many do that and especially film a lot of the fests we have relationships with in terms of like they know us because we've submitted yeah. so they we may could be, be like listen we need a month yeah. <laughs> like you're yeah. not screening for another like four months so yeah. we'll we'll get this to you they they will often do that so you can always ask um yeah so we we started watching a show that this was a tricky one for me um on hulu uh there's sort of like a a, a mini series um called the patient Starring Steve Carell and uh, Dom, Dom, I think it's Donald. Dom Hall. No, it's not Dom Hall. You don't pronounce like the H. Dom Hall Gleason. No. Yeah. No, sir. Yep. Sorry. Dom Hall, like where are you going to go? Oh, nope. I, I live in Dom Hall. Nope. Absolutely not how that's pronounced. Um, and uh, Andrew Leeds, who we really liked in uh, The Dropout, um, uh, Linda Edmond, um, Laura, I think it's Naomi. Uh, so it was directed by Chris Long. Uh, there was uh, Kevin Bray, uh, Gwyneth Horder Payton. Um, this was uh, written by Joe Fields and Joseph uh, Weisberg. Um, I, th I don't remember how many episodes it was. Um, it was like 10. Maybe like 10 episodes. And they were like a half hour. So those are always great. That you know, because you can zoom through. Yeah, depending on the the subject yeah oh yeah you could always zoom through a series you know it's, it could be 10 episodes but you can get a lot of episodes in mm -hmm. so um we do we, we tend to be kind of attracted to those listen it's steve carell in any serious role i'm usually in 
Um, I love him as a comedian, don't get me wrong, but like we know Steve Carell is a funny comedian. Um, I really like his, you know, I I really turned to uh, uh, Steve Carell after Foxcatcher. I was just like, you know, but it's very easy to be typecast in in Hollywood, especially comedians. It's like second nature for Hollywood to be like, oh, you're funny. Well, you're funny forever. You know, Um, this happened with Jason Bateman, you know, Jason Bateman, you know, when you think of like Ozark, you're like Jason Bateman, but yeah. like, yeah, it's it's he well, still Jason has a comedic still like ha- is I think has a tougher hill to climb because his comedy is so dry. Yes, you know, so even yeah, he's he not thinks, like character actor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, we love the Bateman, but yeah, it, you know, Steve Carell is actually an like a, a versatile actor. Yeah, you know, all he can pretty I think he can pretty much play whatever part you throw at him, honestly. Um, and that's that's the great thing about, you know, if you think about it, that is a, a character actor's job is to play different characters and not just funny characters. So um, they tend to do really well. And so uh, I really did want to see this. Um, I had I had mixed feelings about it, but I just want to shout out to whoever the hell um, like did the costume and hair and makeup for 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 uh, Sir Gleason because. I don't know. Like he looks nothing like himself. Yeah. It's. It, I actually so didn't like the way he looked because yeah. it was like I know that that's him, but I was like, why does he look like that? Yeah. <laughs> his like, his face looked really washed out and yeah. weird, and um, you know, which lost, uh, like he wasn't fat or anything, but he was very thin in this. Yeah, he, he, he was kind of gaunt, you know, and yeah. he was supposed to play this awkward character, so it certainly did work. Um, you know, at first glance, you would not think that was him. We've watched several things with him in it, and it's like, that's, that's doesn't look he's, like him at all. Yeah, he's a very kind of, like, underrated actor in terms mm-hmm. of, like... I mean, I'm sure he's not underrated because he's getting shows and, and he's, you know, has a... But he's, like, the best actor you don't know. You know, like, he's been in Star people, Wars. He's yeah. been in movies. He's Peaky been in Blinders shows. And, yeah. yeah, and so he's been in lots of things, and... Um, He's still like relatively unknown by most people, which is interesting. Well, yeah, I think like, you know, I hate the term, but like the cinephiles, we all know who he is. But if you ask like, you know, the average moviegoer, they may recognize his face, but not maybe not be able to tell you what he's in. That's Dom Hall Gleason. It's not Dom Hall. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah, we first saw him in that, uh, or at least I did. I think it was that sci-fi film where he was like a robot. Ex Machina? No, no. Oh, he was in Ex Machina. Yeah, he was in Ex Machina. I was like, no, seen him was, before it that. It was a um, or no, maybe it was a it was a Black Mirror. I think might have been where he was like a robot that you buy, and then they came to he came to the house and he did a bunch of st- or he was a robot. Wasn't of he who the used one that died or something like that? Yeah, like he they, was the guy who died. Yeah, with what's her face that we love. Yeah, she was his his wife. Yeah, and he had she ordered like the, yeah right yeah yeah. I think that's when I first saw him. Um, I, I no, it, you, I didn't know his name, but I knew his face when I saw that. So he, I, I must have seen him in something else because when I saw his face in that, I was like, oh, I know this guy. When he's non aging, um, yeah, he's, I don't know, he's, he probably drinks blood for a living. But anyway, um, it, it just, uh, so here's, here's the thing. I mean, I think the, the, the idea for this was really interesting. I think if I had to like start with what I didn't like about it was that it felt like a really edgy lifetime show. Yeah. Um, it was very much a Hulu production, like yeah. very, very much so. Um, there are some shows we've watched yeah. that like Candy didn't feel like a Hulu show. Like I really liked that. Mm. Um, but this, it was safe. It felt like it was trying. It's like, it's like when that, like your classmate wants to be edgy. So they go to Hot Topic. <laughs> Yeah. It was very hot topic, you know, where it's like, yeah, no, I see what you're doing there, but that's not really where you go for that. And that's doesn't really mean that you're, you know, you're goth or whatever. But mm-hmm. that's how it felt. It felt like there, there's something just kind of felt disjointed. Also, I was like not aggravated in like a suspenseful way, but just like flat out aggravated with his mother. I thought her character was like it needed... Like, is it possible that someone's that stupid? Sure. And that careless? Sure. But there it, there was no depth for her. You know, I really like, I didn't feel sorry for her as a mother or, you know, I just hated her. I was just like, this is your fault. Like, you're yeah. allowing this to happen. And like, who, like, who in their right mind? Obviously, she is. It, that, that was the thing was that I felt like they were trying to portray her as sane, 
where I was like, nobody, no sane person, mother or not, yeah. would come downstairs and be like, oh, is that your therapist chained to the floor? Seems about right. You know, it's like, so that was the thing. It was like they were trying to sort of get you to feel sorry for this woman and like, oh, she's just trying to help her son. And it's like, no, this if she's not crazy, I don't know who is. Because yeah. honestly, like, that's not the way you'd go about that um, if you were sane. Um, Steve Carell just, you know he did a great job like he was the and and, and so did uh dom donald. dom hall donald uh he did he did because we're not used to seeing him play this type of character yeah. so it was like weird you know i think what i had issues with in his character was writing it mm. wasn't him it wasn't his performance it was the way the character was written mm. that I don't know, like, I, I think, and I could be wrong, but I feel like the goal would have been to get the audience to sort of feel for him. Like, yes, he's the villain, yeah. but you kind of feel for him. Um, you know, they did this shit in Dahmer, you know what I mean? Where you're yeah. like, hey, this guy's a cannibal, like, why? But they found, you know, it was written in a way that you found yourself at times like, well, that maybe that was part of it, you know? Like, and you're like, no, 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 no. And, and that's what you want. You want your audience to be really confused about why they're potentially even having a sliver of compassion for this character. Yeah. I didn't feel sorry for him at all, ever. I really wanted him to die. Uh, you know, like, yeah. I just thought, like, I don't, I, there was no um, redeeming quality about the way the character was written. Yeah. So that was kind of, like, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's like, it's a tricky thing, right? Where, because, uh it's you know yeah i mean it's a great great analogy bringing you know comparing it to Dahmer, where Dahmer, i don't know if they intended for you to feel for him although i did because of of the casting yes that was one of the issues um, that we had. but whereas this one i think they wanted you to feel for him and i didn't really mm. you know because at the you know everything that happens at the end spoiler alert obviously if you we always spoil everything so whatever um you know his turn at the end where he locks himself up is like I don't I don't know you know like it just I don't know. it was like why didn't you just do that before yeah yeah that that kind of pissed me off I was just like so after all of this it's it's, it's and then killing Steve Carell like you could have just done that the whole time why didn't you just do that before well it's gonna well, be like oh he didn't realize because he needed to have the moments in therapy with Steve Carell to realize this was probably his only way to do things or whatever yeah um. But there's no way that he would have ever let him go. No. You know, so. No, we knew that. And yeah. he knew that, you know, Carell's character knew he wasn't yeah. going anywhere. I don't know. I just find it. I don't know. I mean, it, it's I, I thought Steve Carell was also awesome. David Allen Greer was really good. Yeah. Like, I really liked his character. Yeah. Another man um, who doesn't age. Yeah, seriously. Like, okay. he looks practically this like grayer, a little grayer than he did in the 90s. Yeah. You know? like, nice, tight skin. But he's another character like I always think of in Living Color. Whenever yeah. I see David Allen yeah. Greer, I think of in Living Color. And so to see him play this sort of like just really content, smart character was mm -hmm. really, I, you know, I would like to see more of David Allen Greer. Like when I, you know, like after seeing that character, yeah. I'm like, I gotta, like, has he been in more stuff and I'm just yeah. like missing it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was funny because there's in the first episode when he wakes up in the thing and he screams. Mm-hmm. It's just something about when Steve Carell screams, it's always funny because he's done it in so many yeah. films and that's a genuine scream. I just hear Gru. Yeah. So like that like caught me off guard for a second and his voice is still like, I still assimilate with funny yeah. things, but, um, but kudos to him because, you know, by the middle of the series, I was like already like in on, you know, buying yeah. in on it and, but it did take me a couple episodes to kind of get over it. But he's yeah. such a, a good actor that um you know what I think off. one of the one of the biggest issues was with 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 um uh, Gleason's character was that I hate to keep going back to Dahmer, but it's just like you know it's the it's what's in you know it's what's hot right now is that show and everybody's talking about it right the thing about Dahmer which made him so scary and what made him effective as a serial killer was that he was charming yeah right so you had these moments where he was funny mm -hmm. he had a weird comedy to him the way yeah. he delivered his lines um and he was charming but this character had nothing yeah he was just like 
they had no personality. Yeah. So there was never a range, right, where you can go like, oh, look, he kind of had a heart in that moment. He was very robotic. Yeah. And so it was just like, and it was the way he was written. Like there yeah. was there was nowhere in the script, you can sort of tell, uh, that there was nowhere in the script where they offered that leniency to kind of give him more of a personality like he was kind of he was a stick in the mud at work he's a stick in the mud as a son he was a stick in the mud as a husband you know like he just had no redeeming quality and so when everything went down it was like there was uh, an aspect of it that that it shared with speak no evil and that like you know whenever this person feels wronged he feels like he needs to kill this person and you know the whole point is for him to like he's aware of that and wants to stop doing it but how is that connected to speak knowing? Well, because well, let me finish. Okay, sorry. Uh, and it's very loosely. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel it's like a, a, a tying thread. But so, and it doesn't take much, right? His boss told him to like, oh, we're going back to that location again. Why are we going back to the location again? Just let me do my job and you do your job or whatever. It's like he would have had to kill hundreds of people in his life because the amount of times that you would be wronged in a day Mm, mm -hmm, would mm -hmm. be a lot whereas in speak no evil it's like the amount of times that these people wouldn't be able to function in life so but anyway i guess it's not a great comparison but point is is that it's they highlight certain key moments that well maybe a couple that like kind of put him over the edge where he kills people or commits murder Mm -hmm. and it's like how is this guy only how's he only killed like you know, six people. Let's yeah. say. I don't remember yeah. the number if they even said it, but you know, there would be so many more people that were murdered because this world sucks and people get treated like shit, and you just deal with well, it and move on. Especially but, in his line of business, right? Where you're pissing people off on a How daily many, basis. Right. You're you're a food inspector, not food inspector, but uh, <laughs> uh, what are they? What are they called? Um, uh, like health inspector. Health inspector. Uh, for restaurants and stuff. And how many times would he have gotten an yeah, attitude at that You're facing adversity oh my God. at least on a weekly basis. One guy he least. wanted to kill and end up and did end up killing because he was like staring at him in a weird way. And he was able to jump the line of, of getting re, uh, re-inspected. And it's like, that's all it took. It's like, yeah. fuck. Like, has he never been cut off in trap? You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> this guy would be like what magic world are you living in this sir? would be an episode this would be falling down the show you know <laughs> think about it yeah think about it um yeah i, I think that like there i had so there there was one other issue in it and i always bring things like this up in these types of movies maybe it's shows. just me um uh, yes shows but but movies also like yeah. any movie or show sure. that has to do with any kind of kidnapping like this um where is he washing his butt? Yeah. Like, when was that happening? When, when, when was the booty getting washed? Because um, Homeboy was in the same outfit. And that sweater must have been ripe. Yeah. He had that cardigan on. He had to have been humming. I mean, there was just no way. Like, mm-hmm. he had that little Victorian pitcher from from which to drink and brush his teeth, potentially. Um, he had the bedpan... Uh, I mean, yeah, they're going to be like, do you need to see that? It's like, no, but when is that? So you're telling me that he's like dropping a deuce and then just sitting in the room with it? Yeah. That that whole room did not reek? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's just poop and urine sitting out? Like, yeah. absolutely not. The man did not bathe the entire time that he was there. He There was no, no, no point where he was given even like a rag and some body wash or some yeah. deodorant. Nope. Well, I, and plus, you know, like, I don't know. His I, hair never looked I don't greasy. Wanna, I don't want to crap on the show too much because I did like it. There were, but, I liked the idea but, of But it. I also felt like, you know, there was a, a moment where you're like, yeah, I get it. Like, you're never going to get let go. You're going to end up dying down here. But it's like, maybe not. You know, like, there may be an opportunity that arises in which you were, you'd be able to escape, you know, in two months from now, a month from now, mm. you know, a year from now, maybe even, but you would be able to escape. And it's like, I don't know. I felt play like the game more. Yeah. Play the play, lean into the game. Like you love your family. This guy loved his fa- family. Yeah. Clearly he had kids. I don't know. I just feel like he jumped too high too him, quick. Him doing what he did to the mom. He knew that that wasn't going to end well. There was no way he was just going to let him go. Right. You know? And um, also he'll, he, he can, Oh, first of all, he has to like if he throws you the keys, let's say, right, and you're still having to hold this to her, yeah. to her neck, unless you unless you you know 
have her open it and keep yeah. it right. But as soon as you're out of it, he's gonna tackle you. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna tackle and you. And then you have to walk around your whole life. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can go. Turn well, no, him you're in, gonna but, turn him in. But, but it's I don't know. It's but just... why attack her? Like there were so many times that he was so close to him, and it was like you could have just. You could have just cut sharp, his throat. Sliced them, yeah. Yeah, just he's sitting across from you when he leans down to put your food down, jugular. Yep. You know what I mean? And the mother's going to come down and be like, bitch, he's dead. <laughs> you know? What are you going to do now? I mean, he had the keys on him. He, that's yeah. obvious. He always had the keys so on So, like, like, the fact that he never actually attacked him yeah. just seemed silly to me. It was like because, you yeah, had that, opportunities. That's the thing. Like, if you're going to be like, all right, this, I'm going to give this a shot, I'll probably end up dying. It's like, yeah, why go to the mom? Why not just do it to him? Yeah, and I you didn't know. understand why he did not fake some type of heart attack or seizure. I would have been all over that shit. Yeah. I would have been like, buddy, I need a medication. I need my medication. Well, there uh, was I need a, a hospital. That he well, that was, was his foot cream no, and then his a... heart pills, yeah. which I think were running out or ran out. So how was he going to get a refill on that yeah. if he wasn't able to go and see a doctor or whatever? Um, you know, maybe he had some refills and could have filled those, but eventually they would have ran out. Um, and And his foot fungus would have just taken over his life. Uh, but Plus, you know, I, I just didn't I like, I would have been foaming at the mouth and pretending that I like, I don't know, something like, yeah. you know, like I, the I, chain wrapped around his neck. Try you know? like you had to, he didn't seem to, to do a very good job at, at, at executing that, that yeah. escape plan. Um, but I did. And, and when I, when I do, when I mention like the bathing thing and being like, oh, don't be ridiculous. It's because the man looked pristine the entire time. So it took away from like his suffering, right? If you're like down chained yeah. to a floor and he had looked like he hadn't bathed, if his hair had not looked, I mean, his hair looked combed the entire time. You know, he still, like he looked taken care of. Yeah. And I think that the, so the, there was, you weren't adding stakes to that, where yeah. if you saw him progressively look worse, then it would be like, oh, here's the desperation. But it was yeah. like, he just looked like he was sitting around doing nothing and then would, you know, be like, hey, I think it's time for you to let me go. And he's like, no, I'm not going to let you yeah. go. Having said that, I still thought that it was really creative. I, again, I, I have issues with the, with the more so the writing of it. Um, cause the performances were good, but the writing, just like the care, the mom's character, mm -hmm. just, it, it didn't quite click, Yeah. but I really liked the scene where the scene at the end, when David Allen Greer pops up at the table yeah, and you're and like, you jump oh. right back in there because I knew I was like, this is too, yeah, this yeah. is too perfect. There's no way that this just worked. Um, but I didn't, you know, I really, I really loved that just that that, that uh, yeah i like the part when you, know you see mean. david allen greer's character dag you see dag uh and you and there's that jump right back to him being choked yeah um because like we were literally he didn't like wrestle in high school so i mean did he fight back he at didn't all didn't seem to give any kind of fight yeah um but you know we were both like wait a minute because I thought he was playing dead. I yeah. was like, oh, he's playing dead. There's no way he's dead. There's no way he's dead. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, th there was that. I, I appreciate them, like, kind of going ham with it. A lot yeah. of people would have, like, done something else. But they he killed him. Yeah. Like, he, he actually killed him. And so there was so there was good aspects of it. But, like I said, that just the scene, the way he did that, seeing, you know, seeing uh, his therapist in that moment, knowing, like, oh, this is done and it's yeah. not going to work out. Um, and the fact that he didn't get the, the, the funeral, if you will, that he wanted, that he still kind of did things his own way. Yeah. He sent the letter, but, uh, first of all, in the Jewish community, you can't find a body, however, mon many months or years later and have the uh, a Jewish burial. It has to be immediately. Um, so he didn't really do that, sort of keep that promise or, or, or honor him in that way because, yeah. Like, it's just going to be remains at that point, if if he's ever found. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, you know, as as the audience, I think, again, like the same with like it, the same with it being uh, a, a casting thing, like it's upsetting because it's Steve Carell. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, did somebody just kill Steve Carell? Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that was like frustrating and sad. But um. Yeah. It was, I mean, like, I think it's, it's worth the watch because it's quick, you know, it doesn't, mm -hmm. you can get through the 10 episodes and 30 some odd minutes, you know, yeah. so I think it's worth the watch. Um, but I, there, there were sort of some, some holes in there that, that I just wish had kind of been thought out a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, Cause it was a, a, it was a creative 
uh, yeah, idea. It was a, definitely a creative idea. A creative I'm glad idea. it was made, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like it could have really, I don't know. I don't want to pull clothes in it and say like they should have done this, but they should have thought about this sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, especially with the way that it ended because, you know, there was that, that's that, um, that sequence of events where he was trying to shove the note down the dead guy when he was going to go bury him. And Mm -hmm. you know, like who's, who's to say another situation like that may not arise. Okay. So here was my thing. Um, well he buried him wherever he buried him. Right. And we're assuming if they, if by the time they find him, he's probably going to be skeletal and they're not going to know who this body is. Why did he not use the, uh, foot cream to etch his name into the inside of his belt? Yeah. Like notes, that's paper. That you once you start decomposing, that decomp's gonna take that ink and everything right out of it. So any like little letter that you would have put on yourself or yeah. that's not gonna work. But a belt, you know, if he's burying you intact and you do it on the inside, so he doesn't know that that's under there, and he is likely not to take your belt off. Um, I would have put my name in the inside, etched that in the inside. So at the very least, you know, whenever yeah. my they come across my body, should that happen you would at least i would put my name and then his name killed me yeah <laughs> like or you know like they had this the this the thing where the the girlfriend came over or the ex-wife or whatever she was um and he said oh if you scream or do anything i will kill her and you and it's like well okay oh, all right like <laughs> i'd rather go out that sorry way ma'am because now you have to explain two people missing yes and you know i'm sure you know someone's gonna know that she went over there Maybe. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like you, he should have given it a bit more time. I would understand if if it was the time was more, ticking more where he was going to go see that other therapist and then end up st- killing Steve Carell because that was the plan initially. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he had that breakthrough with his dad. And then he was like, all right, I'm going to continue to see you, basically. But if they would have kept it as if he was going to end up killing Steve Carell anyway, then... You know, that gives him more uh, of a, of a, I better do this now kind of. When the ex was there, I would have picked up that coffee table and had thrown it straight through that glass door. Yeah. So now, you, yeah, you're going to have to give, explain what that noise was, why I'm screaming. You're going to have to kill her. And also, that glass door is completely open. You have a hole in your house. Try to replace that. When are you going to replace that? Are you going to Home Depot and replace that in an hour? I don't think so. If you have to have somebody come over to replace that, hmm. not going to work. Well, he, I would have broken that door. Yeah, but he would have killed both of them, buried them, and you're then gonna, just you're going to kill come. me anyway. But like I'm saying, yeah. like you don't know, you don't know that he would have killed her. He was threatening to, but you don't know that he would have. And I just like, there's no way I'm making this easy for you. You're going to kill me. You're going to have to replace this whole yeah, yeah, <laughs> this whole sliding glass door. It's my, it's a, it's a final fuck you. Those doors are really expensive, is all I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm going to make you have to replace. It's going to be freezing down here until you can get that thing fixed. Yeah. No way I'm just like politely going to sit down here and wait for you. I've been throwing shit all over the place. Yeah. Um, anyway, that concludes our review. Uh, this will be airing, uh, you know, happy Halloween. Um, we happy probably Halloween. should have, um, we were going to review Barbarian, obviously, like, hey, Halloween, but we just didn't have time to watch it. So we'll probably talk about it next week. I know a lot of people are talking about that. Some people saying, oh, it's great. Other people saying, no, Mina likey. And it's like, all right, well, I'm trying not to listen to any of that. I, I just want to kind of go in with my own opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. See if my man can pull it off. Shout out. Mo Graf. Wait. Justin Long. No, this is the other one. Oh. Wait. There's two films with the same name. Pretty much, oh. yeah. Which was really annoying when they came out. So is this not the Justin Long one? Mm-mm. Oh. No. Sorry, buddy. Ooh. I mean, we can watch that too if you'd like. But that's but... a horror movie too. Yes. So there's two horror movies named Barbarian? Um, so the 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 film that that we're watching is with my boy with Oh no, Justin Long is in this. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm thinking of I thought isn't he in He's something got else? No, no, Skarsgård is, is is my dude, but yeah. I'm Skarsgård and Justin Long. And I'm cool. and and also, um, why was I thinking of something else? House of Darkness. That's what I'm thinking of with Justin Long because the poster was exactly the same. Not the name. I'm sorry. They both have like a same red and black poster, um, oh. and it's a it's a, a horror kind of movie, um, and they both came out in 2022, both with Justin Long in it. Oh. That's why I thought uh, it was Barbarian. But if you look at the posters, they're like it's. Very easy to uh, 
to mistake to mistake those two films um yeah so we'll 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 see how that how that goes um i don't want to like we'll probably watch it tonight and talk about it next week hopefully yeah. we'll like it i don't know maybe who we'll knows? like it. Oh, who knows we also uh, started the 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 New last season, season of physical, physical. Um, which is a show that's like it sat there for a while we're like oh that's right we have to jump back on that and it's the kind of show that you're like uh i don't know i'll, I'll watch it when i watch it and then you start watching it and you're like yes i want like it's such a good show but yeah. i think it's like you know if you try to explain it to somebody and you're like what's it about it's like oh it's about a woman with an eating disorder who becomes obsessed with uh you know exercise and uh making videos in the 80s it, about exercise yeah. and fitness and it's or like 70 is it 80s it's the 80s, 80s. um oh, yeah, and it's like oh it's so like the description doesn't sound exciting at all but the freaking performances and like it's so yeah. well written um it's a really good show like yeah. if you're kind of like on the fence it's on uh it's on apple so uh give it a watch we're we're almost done with the the last season that that came out so yeah. we'll talk about that maybe as well we'll see um we also have a guest coming up in a couple weeks um i reached out to a bunch of people that you know was like hey do you want to be on the show and they were like yes and then i was like okay what about these days and i never heard back from them so, yeah. so i don't know i don't know if the days were offensive i can't tell you <laughs> how that. dare you ask me how free. dare you offer me that date um so i don't know i'm i'm trying here guys um shout out MoGraph again. Oh, we didn't. I'm sorry. I'm tired. <laughs> Look, you know, give me a break. Yeah. Um, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, I'm gonna we will. I'm going to take a nap. Okay. Bye. Bye.